there, friends, and welcome to the One Year Chronological Bible Podcast. My name is Emily Mowry, and I will be your host for this daily reading of the Bible with the hopes of finishing in a single year. Whether this is your first time reading the Bible or you have made daily practice of it for many years, I pray that this podcast will strengthen your walk with Christ and be a blessing to you and those around you. What makes this podcast unique is that we read scripture in chronological order as opposed to the traditional Genesis to Revelation book-by-book reading. I have been making this my daily practice since the year 2007, and I cannot tell you how much it has blessed my walk with Jesus Christ. The Apostle Paul says in his epistle to Timothy that all scripture is inspired by God and is useful to teach us what is true and make us realize what is wrong in our lives. Likewise, the psalmist says, the word of God is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. We will be reading from the New Living Translation version of the One Year Chronological Bible. Today is January 25th, and our reading comes from Job 22.1 to 25.6. I pray this reading is a blessing to you, and without further ado, let's get started. Eliphaz's third response to Job, Job 22.1-30. Then Eliphaz the Temanite replied, Can a person's actions be of benefit to God? Can even a wise person be helpful to him? Is it any pleasure to the Almighty if you are righteous? Would it be any gain to him if you were perfect? Is it because of your reverence for him that he accuses and judges you? Not at all. It's because of your wickedness. Your guilt has no limit. For example, you must have lent money to your friend and then kept the clothing he gave you as a pledge. Yes, you stripped him to the bone. You must have refused water for the thirsty and food for the hungry. After all, you think the land belongs to the powerful and those who are privileged have a right to it. You must have sent widows away without helping them and crushed the strength of orphans. That is why you are surrounded by traps and sudden fears. That is why you cannot see in the darkness and waves of water cover you. God is so great, higher than the heavens, higher than the farthest stars. But you reply, that's why God can't see what I'm doing. How can he judge through the thick darkness? For thick clouds swirl about him and he cannot see us. He is way up there walking on the vault of heaven. Will you continue on the old paths where evil people have walked? They were snatched away in the prime of life and the foundations of their lives were washed away forever. For they said to God, leave us alone. What can the Almighty do for us? But they forget that he had filled their homes with good things, so I will have nothing to do with that kind of thinking. Now the righteous will be happy to see the wicked destroyed, and the innocent will laugh them to scorn. They will say, surely our enemies have been destroyed. The last of them have been consumed in the fire. Stop quarreling with God. If you agree with him, you will have peace at last, and things will go well for you. Listen to his instructions and store them in your heart. If you return to the Almighty and clean up your life, you will be restored. Give up your lust for money and throw your precious gold into the river. Then the Almighty himself will be your treasure. He will be your precious silver. Then you will delight yourself in the Almighty and look up to God. You will pray to him and he will hear you and you will fulfill your vows to him. Whatever you decide to do will be accomplished and light will shine on the road ahead of you. If someone is brought low and you say, help him up, God will save the downcast. Even the sinners will be rescued by your pure hands. Job's eighth speech, a response to Eliphaz, Job 23, 1-17. Then Job spoke again, My complaint today is still a bitter one, and I try hard not to groan aloud. If I only knew where to find God, I would go to his throne and talk with him there. I would lay out my case and present my arguments. Then I would listen to his reply and understand what he says to me. He would merely argue with me in his greatness. No, he would give me a fair hearing. Fair and honest people can reason with him, so I would be acquitted by my judge. 
I go east, but he is not there. I go west, but I cannot find him. I do not see him in the north, for he is hidden. I turn to the south, but I cannot find him. But he knows where I am going. And when he has tested me like gold in a fire, he will pronounce me innocent. For I have stayed in God's paths. I have followed his ways and not turned aside. I have not departed from his commands, but have treasured his word in my heart. Nevertheless, his mind concerning me remains unchanged. And who can turn him from his purposes? Whatever he wants to do, he does, so he will do for me all he has planned. He controls my destiny. No wonder I am so terrified in his presence. When I think of it, terror grips me. God has made my heart faint. The Almighty has terrified me. Darkness is all around me, thick, impenetrable darkness is everywhere. Job asks why the wicked are not punished. Job 24, 1-25 Why doesn't the Almighty open the court and bring judgment? Why must the godly wait for him in vain? Evil people steal land by moving boundary markers. They steal flocks of sheep. They even take donkeys from the poor and fatherless. A poor widow must surrender her valuable ox as collateral for a loan. The poor are kicked aside. The needy must hide together in safety. Like the wild donkeys in the desert, the poor must spend all their time just getting enough to keep body and soul together. They go to the desert to search for food for their children. They harvest a field they do not own, and they glean in the vineyards of the wicked. All night they lay naked in the cold without clothing or covering. They are soaked by mountain showers, and they huddle against the rocks for want of a home. The wicked snatch a widow's child from her breast. They take the baby as a pledge for a loan. The poor must go about naked without any clothing. They are forced to carry food while they themselves are starving. They press out olive oil without being allowed to taste it. And they tread in the wine press as they suffer from thirst. The groans of the dying rise from the city and the wounded cry for help. Yet God does not respond to their moaning. Wicked people rebel against the light. They refuse to acknowledge its ways. They will not stay in its paths. The murderer rises in the early dawn to kill the poor and needy. At night he is a thief. The adulterer waits for the twilight, for he says, No one will see me then. He masks his face so no one will know him. They break into houses at night and sleep in the daytime. They are not acquainted with the light. The black night is their morning. They ally themselves with the terror of the darkness. But they disappear from the earth as quickly as foam is swept down a river. Everything they own is cursed, so that no one enters their vineyard. Death consumes sinners, just as drought and heats consume snow. Even the sinner's own mother will forget them. Worms will find him sweet to eat. No one will remember him. Wicked people are broken like a tree in the storm, for they have taken advantage of the childless who have no protecting sons. They refuse to help the needy widows. God in his power drags away the rich. They may rise high, but they have no assurance in life. They may be allowed to live in security, but God is always watching them. And though they are great now, in a moment they will be gone like all the others, withered like heads of grain. Can anyone else claim otherwise? Who can prove me wrong? Bildad's third response to Job, Job 25, 1-6. Then Bildad the Shuhite replied, God is powerful and dreadful. He enforces peace in the heavens. Who is able to count his heavenly army? Does his light not shine on all the earth? How can a mere mortal stand before God and claim to be righteous? Who in all the earth is pure? God is so glorious that even the moon and stars scarcely shine compared to him. How much less are mere people who are but worms in his sight? That's 
that's the end of today's reading. Don't forget to rate and review the podcast and tell your friends about it. As we leave today, I pray blessing over you. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May he make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. May he lift his countenance upon you and give you peace. Amen and amen. God bless you, dear friends. Thank you.